Looking back, there's one big old lesson I wish I would have learned earlier in my life and my financial journey. If I only would have understood this one thing sooner, so much more would be different. What's the lesson? Well, it's our topic for today's podcast. Welcome to the WalletWin Podcast. Each week, we take a look at a different piece of the personal finance puzzle. I'm Jonathan Texera. And I'm Amanda Texera. We're your guides on your journey to getting out of debt, building wealth, and changing the world through generosity. Here we go. This is going to be a good episode, I think, because I get to be the interviewer (laughs) and pull out of Jonathan what he wished he would have known about money when he was getting started. And you know what? We're going to flip the chairs next week. Jonathan's going to be the interviewer. And then I'm going to be in the hot seat. Yeah, get ready, girl. Oh, but it feels really good to be in the interviewer seat this time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you're going to be the one getting grilled this week. That's all right. Let's but do why it. don't you take us down memory lane and kind of paint a picture of what it looked like when you were just getting started in the world and kind of financially, professionally, etc. Paint that picture for people. I'm going to paint the picture of my worst point. <laughs> financially <laughs> where everything was as bad as it could get uh is this pre me this is before me uh, are we dating yet we were dating yeah, we're dating oh <laughs> so this is when i mean i had had a lifetime certainly in an early adulthood of poor financial choices mm-hmm. my preferred and only method of budgeting was what the i call the balance bank balance budget, budget. <laughs> Which means I want to buy something. I look at my bank balance. If that number's higher than the price of the thing, <laughs> then I buy it. With no regard of what else that balance might need to cover later that month, later that week, maybe even later that day. Right. A uh, classic example of this was a, a netbook, a uh-huh. mini computer. Um, <laughs> you already had another computer. Yes. Well, at the time, there was and a piece of software an- that really only ran on windows very well so i had to get a windows computer i thought i'd get this little guy um and then of course they came out with like a mac workaround like the next week nice <laughs> you also what had an iphone and like an ipod I didn't, so yeah, yeah this was completely an impulse purchase it was a cool thing okay anyway <laughs> so that was my budgeting method uh which me- meant that i got left in a lurch quite often so I was living in New York City, which, if Read. you don't know, is real cheap. Pricey. <laughs> <laughs> Money gouging. It can be pretty pricey to live in the city, that's for sure. So I had that working against me. I did not have a very good income. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were missionaries of focus at the time, fundraising our salaries. I wasn't the best at that job. Right. So there was, there was some sp- things there. Uh, and then I'm in an expensive place. No real plan for my money. So I then, of course, started leaning on the credit card. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. The credit card, right, for emergencies. Right. Oh, you, you, so you had a credit card. I ha- yeah, I didn't go out and get one in the middle of this. I think I'd already had one. And you that, were not- And this was the advice I was given when I was younger. Hey, just get it. Maybe put something on there every now and then. Pay it right off. Build the credit. And, you know, in theory, no deal. that does work. 
But I'll tell you what happened in reality. Does financial theory it was, often hold it up? Was, <laughs> it was hanging out in my pocket for a couple years. And then one day I was really... I mean, who knows what it was the first time, but I was hungry. You wanted wings or a I, pizza? I was hungry. So then, yeah. So then a couple slices of pie got put on that thing. And then I was really busy. And I didn't have the time to take all my laundry to the laundromat and wait around forever. Oh, so this I took is it when to the laundry. You started using that laundry. I, yeah, great remember, wall, great re- wall laundry service. I remember coming out for a weekend and being like, "Wow, he must be doing really well financially. <laughs> Somebody else does his laundry." They were Here awesome, I am man. slumming it at my I, washer I, and dryer. I take over my big <laughs> bag of laundry. It comes back folded. It was great, but I paid for it. And I <laughs> tried to convince myself it was worth it because it was saving so much time. Mm. I'd go do other things, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't have the money for that. So it was going on the card. Oh, yeah. And I got caught in the cycle where I didn't have any money. So then I'd buy things and I'd put it on the card. And then I'd have to put, I have to pay the bill for the card. So it's when I got the money, no money, I used the money to pay for what I did the couple weeks prior. And then I didn't have any money anymore. Mm. But I still need to eat or right. get a Get, refill my metro card to get on the subway so it's like so then it went back on the card you'd like punch the card out but then the hole the vacuum would just like fill up again oh yes and, and then, then it got a caught more. in the cycle and then of course a little bit more mm-hmm. and a little bit more and a little bit more and, and then when that is that how cycle, honey i went shopping for your four thousand dollar engagement gift of my credit card debt wait what <laughs> How it got up to like four thousand bucks. Oh, okay. I, I didn't under I didn't follow what That's that okay. <laughs> sometimes my brain's a little more slow than yours. <laughs> okay. So as you are you're caught in the cycle, mm-hmm. did you feel yourself at any given point like did you more or less have your head in the sand? Or and when you, you'd peek up and ignite and like see how bad it was, maybe, did you like Panic and put your head back down. Panic and pay more at the card. Or panic and I think a common response is get so stressed out, you want now a hit of dopamine, so you go and spend money. This like weird anti-solution mm-hmm. to the situation you're in, but it happens a lot. Sure, Was that sure. happening to you? Well, well, I knew the situation wasn't good. I wasn't under any impression that this was, I mean, I don't know. I probably would have told you, yeah, everybody has credit card debt, right? so it's maybe normal, but I know it wasn't like good for me. Um, and so I wasn't, certainly wasn't going out like buying all these extra computers anymore. <laughs> that or, was over. That was over. Uh, or all these fancy restaurants or even that frequent, like, I rem- this is Except another memory. Well, got to impress the girl, right? <laughs> um, this is this is another thing I remember of this time. My go-to breakfast, lunch, I remember. Thank dinner you. This was, weird. was trail, trail mix. mix, homemade trail mix. I thought you just really liked trail mix. I do. I, I know do you do. really like trail mix. <laughs> it also helps that it's super portable. And cheap. Right. So I was eating so much. I mean, it was, you know, peanuts, raisins, a little bit of chocolate chips, maybe. Um, so I was where trying. Getting- where are you getting your vitamins and minerals? I don't know. <laughs> 
guess there's got to be something in a raisin. There's something in a raisin. Some peanuts. So nothing in the um, so I was I mean it, it wasn't but it wasn't like a super conscious choice of like I need to really cut my expenses I need to figure out how to reduce my grocery budget it was just this is probably cheap you so I'm gonna like, try oh it oh my gosh I I'm freaking out what's the absolute cheapest thing I can so do this is pretty cheap and I really like it mm-hmm. so it was easy to do okay so that was going on so there wasn't all these crazy things but it was I was just money was leaking out though I'd get a a dollar slice at a time it'd be leaving right. my pocket. Ooh, it was like death by a thousand cuts. By a thousand slices. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, pizza slices. You did eat a lot of pizza in New York dollar City. slices. It was Subway, <laughs> Subway uh, fare. Yeah. And when he referenced the uh, $4,000 credit card bill. My gift. Gift to me for engagement. He's referring to the day after we got engaged, I asked him if he had any credit card debt. Y'all, that should have been something I asked it definitely should have way been. before. <laughs> yep. And I'm somebody who can't handle credit card debt. Like it emotionally paralyzes me and I panicked. I freaked out and I, I made a mistake. Mm. We're lucky that I guess it just worked out between us. I actually, that day yeah. I paid his credit card. That was bill such off. a bad idea. It was such a bad idea. Guys. I mean, who knows what else? I mean, I just couldn't handle it. Yeah. I didn't know about all, like, your student loans and stuff at the time, fortunately. Fortunately. <laughs> but I paid off present. the credit card debt, and I, not, I should have not done that. Absolutely, you shouldn't. I shouldn't have done it, but I did. But you did. And I didn't really know at the time that me paying it off was me paying for all the dinners we had out, my engagement the ring. The extra plane and ticket your, I had to yeah. get when I missed my flight. Yep. yep. Your $500 uh-huh. plane change. Yep. I had no idea. And it's okay. I forgive you. <laughs> okay. Thanks for picking up the tab, baby. <laughs> okay. So that so was the bottom of the barrel. That was as bad as it was. That's where I was. And I was just, I don't know, just trying to get by. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've painted that picture for us. But now let's kind of get into that big lesson that you'd wished you learned. Sure. So that's kind of how things went when I was single or when we were dating. Mm-hmm. We were engaged. We got married. Mm-hmm. You may have heard it before. Uh, we had this big fight on the honeymoon about money. Yep. Came back, figured out we needed to do something about the debt that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even then was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe we do this. Maybe we do that. We could try this thing. I don't know. And then we finally started kind of digging into it and looking to learn what to do. And that, that was is it. the thing. That's the one thing I wish I knew earlier is that, hey, Jonathan, genius boy, hey, you don't know the plan. You don't know what to do with money. My, I don't know but what to do with money. you were expecting yourself to know I was expecting to, to figure out the plan that it would come to me to, to cook it up. All I'm cooking up is my current situation. <laughs> if I was that good at coming up with a plan to handle my money or use my, get my finances right or do whatever, wouldn't I have thought of it already? Like what you were doing clearly wasn't getting you the result you wanted. Yeah. So natural instinct so I'm gonna go to the is same, just to keep doing the same the, stuff. Yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm in, I'm in this 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 house that's breaking down, like falling down around me, and I'm gonna go to the same architect. To ask him to build me a new one. Right. It's going to fall apart. <laughs> it doesn't make it's sense. It's not going to work. <laughs> so that is, that was the big thing because I had to, I was just, 
I mean, I just, I just didn't know any other way. Isn't it interesting though that I would call you a very teachable person, like Thank you're you, teachable honey. and coachable, and certainly in it's likely that other areas of your life. You were used to, hey, what's the, who's the expert in this, this thing? I'm going to look it up. I'm going to mm-hmm. study this topic. Mm-hmm. But it didn't translate to money. Not at all. No. And you I were, just never even thought to do it. It was just one of those things that, I don't know, maybe I thought I just should have known. It was just built into my brain already of, of knowing what I should be doing. So I didn't think right. it was even look-upable or learnable. I don't know. I think a lot of people feel that way and I it might come down to the fact that money is so personal and intimate that it feels like if you're going to go out and admit that you might need help learning about it somehow you feel like a failure just right there admitting that when it's preposterous to know something out of thin air this isn't the matrix you don't like plug your head in and get downloaded a plan for your money if somebody didn't teach you you don't know what you're doing yet Mm -hmm. somehow we launch people out of college every day with this pressure that they should automatically know what they're doing Mm -hmm. but they don't that's the secret and then that guilt that shame that blame that cycle traps a lot of people in it and they don't know there's teachers and mentors out there who've been there done that and they literally have a plan just waiting to help them take action. Yep. I I know I've learned this in a different way very, very recently. Tell me. Um, so a few days ago, maybe a week ago, by the, by the time this goes out to everybody, we filmed a music video. Hamilton parody music video. Hamilton. We'll put a link to it in the show notes if you haven't <laughs> seen it yet, or even if you have, you might want to see it again. And in that, I'm doing the King George thing, mm-hmm. and I'm just not that great at it. <laughs> and when I'm watching the video of Hamilton, Jonathan Groff, the better Jonathan, he's better at singing <laughs> and acting yeah. and probably a lot of things. <laughs> Nailed it. He kills it. He steals the show. He's hardly, he dodges, hardly even moves his body. But it's in his eyes, it's in his voice, it's in his jaw, in his, it's, it's, it's just, shoulders. he's everything. in complete control of everything. And he can just laugh. tell it what to do. Mm-hmm. And little, maybe little known fact, this Jonathan, I went to school my first year for theater. Mm-hmm. I could have been that Jonathan, but I didn't end up there. And that's, that's another day, another story. But I know the work that goes into what he can do. Mm -hmm. I took some of those classes. I remember Mm -hmm. when I was younger, even I went to this, uh, this like theater camp thing. I learned a couple things. I went and auditioned for a a role. I did what I had just learned. I got these amazing comments Mm. about how I did that scene. I go, I guess that stuff works that I learned from somebody else who knew what they were doing, mm-hmm. was teaching me that. And I know, I mean, I'm sure he's very naturally gifted, but I'm sure Jonathan Groff has taken a ton of acting classes, has had a he's lot of singing coaches. Coach. He's yeah. got coaches and, and teachers and mentors all over the place so he can be as good mm-hmm. as he is. Right. Without those, if it was just him figuring it out, well, Winging it would have looked a stage. lot like... <laughs> 
He wouldn't have had that part. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be him on YouTube instead of on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> and so he is only there and only as good as he can be because of reaching and going, going out of himself to, to the teachers, to other experts, to get the help and the instruction and the how-to. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that I love that analogy and that example. I mean, it really is everywhere. Think about professional athletes even. There's a lot of coaches how many on coaches? a team. So many it coaches. It depends. I mean, like, like, I mean, just on baseball, right? You've got the manager. You've got the first base coach, the yeah. third base coach, the hitting coach, pitching coach, probably a couple of those. You've got the uh, there's usually like a coach for the catchers. There, I mean, there's tons. So many the coaches. trainers, the all sorts of guys. And here's the not so secret secret though that even the best coaches, coaching the professional athletes, right? Mm-hmm. They have coaches, and I think the secret here it's actually not a secret. It's coaches all the way down. It's that we all need someone to see our blind spots and mm-hmm. to help us see what we can't. And we're all too close to our own situations sometimes to even know what to do. So even once you get that plan in motion, you still are going to benefit from having another set of eyeballs helping you on the journey. Mm-hmm. This whole idea of like, I'm just going to be like a solo journey, journeyer. Journeyman. Journeyman, whatever that is. I'm just going to be on an island and I'm going to nail it myself. It's not really reality. Any success, there's a lot of people that go into that. Even though one person might have accomplished it, how many people were responsible for getting them there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I think what you're kind of talking about here is that in order to really achieve that, the financial goals and the successes that you've wanted, you had to learn and grow and mm-hmm. pivot and change. And it involved journeying it, journeying with other people. Yeah, and what I would, what I think would happen, I, mean, I mentioned, oh yeah, I was told, hey, get a credit card, or um, you may have heard other, you know, other places. I, I've talked about the bad advice I got about choosing a college and the cost of college and things like that. But the majority, I mean, I only got a couple pieces of bad advice. Mm-hmm. The rest of it was just lack of any other advice. Mm, right. And I think that's where a lot of folks, maybe you, are. You just you just don't even know. How do you even? You weren't even it? told. Right. And so it's and so it's not like oh yeah you're getting all this bad stuff you're all these things it's just hey there's just nothing there to work with, and so I mean that's what we want to do. We want to help show you what to do. We want to be that positive example that coach is speaking into it. Right. So what are we saying here? Learn from Jonathan's mistakes. Is that what we're saying here? Yeah, we didn't just sit down and do all this for nothing. Parents, (laughs) bosses, friends. Us. We are here to help offer advice and to help you improve your financial situation because we don't want you having to scrounge around eating trail mix. I mean, uh, (laughs) even though apparently you want to. I wish I was eating more trail mix than I do. (laughs) I love that stuff. That's why we do what we do, guys, this podcast. That's why we run our online membership and our course so that others don't have to have that fight on their honeymoon Mm -hmm. or feel that weight of impending doom as a credit card bill approaches and they know they don't have the money to actually pay it all off. Yeah. They're going to get slapped and punched 
and kicked at the same time with uh-huh. that interest. I know what it is like to be on that treadmill of payment and 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 payday. Then you give the payment. Then you charge it up. Then you get paid. Then you pay. Try to pay it off, and then you charge it up, and then you mm-hmm. try to pay it off. And you, I know that treadmill. And I also, though, know where the stop button is and how to get off the treadmill. And that is why I'm talking about this in the first place. Because I know what it was like and I want you to enjoy life off the treadmill. And so we do all these things, but there's a special there's a special one that we're doing right now. So if you're listening to this as it comes out, it's right now, the Wallet Win Workshop. Mm-hmm. This is uh, I mean, once a year we run a workshop. Yeah, it, it's it's totally it's free. Yep, you don't have to pay to get in. It's our little hey, come on in, learn some stuff. Wherever you're at, come on in. Um, especially if you're in the, in the midst of that treadmill, if you're sweating it right now, this is going to be your your cool drink of Gatorade um, and your refresher. It's you're gonna we're gonna teach you how to. Get a thousand bucks in like a month or less. Mm-hmm. Tons of ways to do that. We're going to teach you how to create a, an, a plan to attack your debt in a way that works with your brain. Mm-hmm. We're going to show, that's just like the beginning of your journey. We're then going to show you the whole plan from now until the end right. of what you're going to do bit by bit, step by step with your money. Because anybody could get a flash in the pan, you know positive win Mm -hmm. with their money but keeping it up over a lifetime that takes mastery yep and we're going to lay out the steps to Mm -hmm. do it so you can get get all that walletwinworkshop.com snag your seat if you are listening to this at a later date and time you can always go there and you'll just get on the wait list and you'll be notified the next time it comes live that's right so go over to walletwinworkshop.com and uh and register now get your seat or if the video is already going check them out and uh, there's a you can type that right into your your browser walletwinworkshop.com or there's a link in the show notes so depending on your player swipe up swipe over swipe wherever and click that link give it a tap and you can register right now all right we'll see you guys there bye for now Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallowin program at wallowin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week.